Good evening, good evening, good evening, man. It's been a while since I've been talking to you guys, but I want to go ahead and get right to it, man. I want to get right to it. We got to find out what's going on. We got to find out what's going on with the duplex, what you've been on, Mike. Um, a little bit of motivation for you guys. And yeah, man, let's talk that talk. So, as many of you guys already know, you know, once again, I'm getting right into it, man. No, no, no mess at this point. Gotta let you guys know what's going on. So, I told you guys that I am supposed to be closing on a duplex here soon. Um, actually, it's supposed to have been almost 15 days ago at this point. Um, and I tell you guys what I learned. I want to teach you guys. So, understand if um, I've already signed an extension past what the original loan closing is supposed to be and so now we're damn near on our second so in between that i didn't know my realtor actually sent me a text and they were like well you can make an offer of asking for something else because of what's going on right now with the closing process so basically it's like they're costing you money at this point in the closing process and you can request you know appliances you request money in this case, my realtor suggested we do appliances, which did get denied, and now they're trying to say they'll, they'll offer us 500 bucks at this point. Do I really care about it? No, I care more about the property. I just want to get the deal done. Um, I, I don't know if my realtor is just new to the process or if he really knows how to you know navigate those realms where he can put pressure on someone who's supposed to be selling the property. But, you know, I'm at this point, I'm just letting what needs to happen happen at this point normally around this time last year man i would have backed out easy easy but you know you guys have been following my journey and as i've become more confident with it it's like look it, it's not that serious i'm gonna wait you know whatever comes with it at the end if it's 500 if they add extra appliances that's great what i'm worried about most is you know i'm it's a duplex i'm ready to get a tenant in there so they can start paying that mortgage. That's that's my biggest thing. Nothing else. So whenever that happens, it's gonna happen. I'm not I'm not really worried about it. So that's the process that I've been learning. The extending process has been definitely new to me. I've never had this issue, but hey, look, now I have. And I can definitely explain it to somebody else, but 
I'm still enjoying the process, man. Definitely enjoying the process. And don't think that I have not went over there to go check on the house. I do that as well. So make sure if you're going through this process and you're in the city of the property, go check on it, see what's going on. And then, you know what? Get that realtor to work. Call your realtor and say, hey, what's going on? You know, check in, tap in, all that good stuff. You know, because that's just what needs to happen at this point. You know, a lot of stuff has changed since the time that we've actually put the initial offer until today. So, you know, we just got to get the ball moving. But once that actually closes, I'm definitely going to let you guys know how that is. You know, how I found my tenant, um, how much he's actually paying. Is it close to being paying all of the mortgage off for what? So I'm definitely giving you guys full transparency in that transaction. So understand that, man. So I'm going to transition over to the next thing I've done that you guys definitely should take a look at. And that's buying properties on the county uh, tax sale. You know, I've always heard about it. I've seen people talk about it, but I've never officially been, you know, in, you know, uh, put into an auction, you know. And uh, a couple of days ago, I went ahead and me and my brother, we put ourselves inside of an auction and we start bidding on properties, man. And don't get me wrong when i say properties on a lot of them were lots empty lots vacant lots whatever you want to call them they're just lots however i'm good with that you know just something to get me in the game at this point and not only that there were some lots vacant lots that actually happened to have a house sitting on them and then it was a couple commercial properties which were pretty nice so during this process man i just it was very exciting. It was very like trying to, you know, it was trying to basically piece puzzles together, man. Like understanding like, okay, let me go ahead and pull up what their tax record is and how much they owe. Let me see how much it is going on in the auction. Let me do a quick market analysis. Like you got to do all of that stuff simultaneously. And I feel like what I've done thus far has prepared me for the auction. And I suggest other people do the exact same because I can see how somebody can get in an auction and say, okay, well, I see this lot. It's only a couple of dollars. Let me buy it. But if you don't know what tax liens are or liens at all or what those are, if you don't know what you got to do after you get the property, it's like, man, you could put yourself in a hole so quick and you don't even know it. You know, people get enticed by the price, but you got to really fully understand what you're going to be doing. And I just didn't feel comfortable telling people the process at this point just because I didn't know the process and I'm still learning and I'm still going through it. And at this point, you know, we bid it on seven properties. We got all seven and that's great. But now on the back end to make sure that everything's vetted properly, we're going to have to go ahead and do a title search. If you don't know what a title search is, that's basically making sure that no, there's no liens on a particular property. Take your home address, for instance. You know, if you were to rebuy it and you wanted to buy it, you usually go through a whole company and a title company. And that's what they do. They literally will make sure that that owner didn't do anything shady, didn't get, you know, a a plumber mad or the government mad. And they put a, a lien on it because that means that must be sold before anything can happen with that deed. Once again, I'm not a realtor or a lawyer, so please consult them it's just strictly my opinion and strictly what how i am right now so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt 
But at the end of the day, man, you got to get that title search done. Make sure there's no liens on the property. And then also, once again, I suggest you get a lawyer. And that's what we're working on now. And with seven properties, you're talking about individual transactions that it's just not. It's just it adds up very quickly. So, yeah, a lot of these properties go for dirt cheap. But when you do your due diligence, it starts to come back around. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you know what you're doing prior to getting in. If you do have any questions, concerns, um, want to know how to even get started with it. Once again, you know, I have a uh, consulting group. You guys can strictly, you guys can go straight to my uh, my link in my bio, on my Instagram, my Facebook. You know, go to my website. You can do consultations and I will walk you through step by step on how to get started and you know i suggest everybody buys a piece of land just it, it, if just a vacant lot a house something man like you, you you need to know how it feels to own something pay property taxes on you know if you live in apartments your whole life and you just you've never really felt that you need you need to just you know plan for it at some point you know plan for it because that it's just the feeling that you get from it's like man i own this this is mine and yeah they could take it away from you i.e tax sale but if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing you theoretically own that land you know what i'm saying so it's just a whole nother feeling so from coming last year when i talked to you guys when i started this podcast and not having anything to have, now having seven parcels of land, um, soon to be a duplex. I already have another single family home. I got a mobile home. As you can see, it is getting hectic, to say the least. Um, I also secured funding for. I also secured funding to do flips, you know, and I'm, that's what I'm also on and, and ready and excited to do, and that's just. Man, it's just, like I said, with all this happening, and it's happening quickly, which is crazy to me, man, you, you, you're you going to have to focus on systems, man, because I tell you, I could be on the phone from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Very, very busy. And it's crazy, like, you have no time for yourself, your family, nothing, man. So it's like, it can get very overwhelming at, at, at some point, so you got to make sure during this process of buying properties or whatever you're doing in life organize what you got to do organize your thoughts organize your goals and then the next thing is is just create systems so that's what i that's where i'm at right now and i'm not even at the peak of where i want to be at but i feel like having systems and i know people hear it so much but it makes sense when you understand how viable your time is I'm telling you, man, like even the smallest thing starts to annoy you <laughs> at a point. So creating systems and putting things in place is great. Like I want to write a book. I want to create a course and I want to do it myself. But now I'm asking myself, how much time is that going to take? How can I speed that up? You know, we make fun of rappers who get ghostwriters. Look, I'm going to still make the money off of this. I can still theoretically own this. You're a ghostwriter. I paid them one time. I keep it. I'm the owner of it. I wrap it. I'm good. Same thing here. I'm going to get an ebook. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to create a course. I'm going to pay for it. And it's still going to be 
my thoughts, my ideas is going to be formulated to one person and they're going to create it for me and then I'll adjust it the way it needs to be adjusted. But that's going to save me so much time and effort at the end of the day. And I feel like that's for so many. I'm going to speak for myself, for myself. And maybe there's some people out there who think the way I think you don't have to do everything. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to do everything from start to finish. Let somebody, man, look, WWE, tag somebody. Let them join in the fun. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much more you can do. When I bring that back into, I bring it back to the military. Like, you know, we would have our officer. You'd have the senior officer and you have the senior enlistment, right? OIC, NCIC. That NCIC handled the day-to-day, the uh, the goals, the ideology of that officer and how they wanted, really wanted to shop. Like, he handled all of that, the personnel, all that good stuff. And the officer stood in his office and planned. And that's all they did. That's like that's really where I want to be at. I just want to be a planner, the organizer, the, the person throwing it out. And I, I want the next person that I work with directly to execute. That's what I want to do. And and that that's gonna and that's gonna help with the systems. It's gonna help my sanity. It's gonna allow me to, you know, focus on my time and make sure that. I have time to keep the process going of growing the business, you know, growing these ideas and making them real, you know. So I want you guys to really understand it because I know it hit home for somebody. It has to, man. Understand that when you're going through this, you're going to feel like at the beginning you're doing everything and you're not going to want to let go. But at some point you have to. You have to trust the process. You have to trust you got the right people around you. And you got to trust that, look, man, you just can't do everything or you'll be up all night just going crazy. And that's nowhere to live, man. It's not. It's just for me, it's been it's definitely gotten overwhelming, but it's calmed down because I've now established some help. You know, I'm breaking things down. I'm tasking things out and the things I can do, I'll do. And some things that I won't, I'll just I'll pass it. And then I'll just review it and say, okay, that looks good. And, and, and just move on. So we got to understand that, man. Creating systems is, is very important. Very, very important. All right. So that's when we're going to segue over to one thing you guys need to know is you guys need to start creating budgets. Because as you make more money, like as I'm making more money, I've realized that I have to, I have to basically adjust my budget you know what I'm saying because you know the way I lived last year is not the way I can live this year I'm making almost two three times the amount of money I've made last year so now that I'm making more money because it's, it's very easy to do this you'll end up spending more money or you'll end up you know not investing as much money as you should be investing you know so you guys got to recalibrate yourself every six months you should be doing this okay where am i at financially you know where am i trying to go has anything changed should i, should I readjust am i taking on more debt um what stuff needs to be paid like that's one thing as well that goes back to the systems by understanding your finances and what's going in and what's going out it, it'll help you track that and i want my listeners to understand that even if you have no money you're in a lot of debt 
first thing you need to do is track your money, man. You know, I, I constantly get calls about, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, Mike, I'm in a situation. I want to buy a house. I want to do this. But the first thing I want to know is, what do your credit score look like? What is What does it look like? What does your financial picture look like? And half the time, you just don't know. And that's fine. We're going to do the research, but that's the first thing you got to do. And I know we don't like looking at this. It's like going to the doctor. Nobody likes going to the doctor unless it's for something good. Unless it's like a checkup and I'm in and out. But if you notice something bad, you just don't want to go in there. It's like with your car. You don't want to go to the mechanic because the mechanic is going to tell you so many things are wrong with your vehicle. And it's you just came in for an oil change. So that's what I'm saying, man. You need to understand, like, look, let me adjust my finance. Let me get my stuff together. Let me check my credit score and let me see what's on this thing. You know, once you fully understand the process, it's not difficult to get correct. It's not difficult. But what I tell you guys, first thing is start that budget. Pay yourself. And then you you can definitely get to where I'm at. I mean, I'm not even far, not even further. I'm not even that far past you guys. So you you guys got to understand that, man. You can catch up. You could be here in a year. But you got to create the plan because that's what I did. And that's what I suggest you do as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to get right to that point, man. And then the next thing is just hire the right people around you. Get, get some good people around you that can help elevate you, challenge you, and motivate you. I can't say that enough. If you got people around you that's just not talking about positive shit, then you you just not going to be able to progress in life, man. You might want to bounce off the, your ideas off of somebody and they're going to instantly shut it down. So if you're not around those type of people, it's going to be easy for you to just give up. But what I've done is, you know, I found out, you know, certain people that I, I, I just, I talk to on a daily are people that are, are elevating their life. They're doing something that's changing or progressing themselves and they're asking questions whether they're where I am or not but they're like they want to I, I can see what, where they want to be and that's where I want to be you know what I'm saying as long as you're trying to make yourself better I'm all for it man and, and you should too be all for it so when I say hire the right people not only have the right team around you personally but business wise you know once you start your business, man, get a tax account. Get, get someone to do your taxes. Get an accountant. Get some realtors. Find some real people who do wholesaling. Like, find those professionals. Find those SMEs. We call them SMEs in the military. Subject matter experts. Find them. You're going to know somebody's a professional or something when you talk to them. And when they can break it down and teach it to you. So don't just get these people and don't don't ask questions no if i'm gonna hire you you're definitely gonna be my teacher at this point you know and whether i keep you or not it shouldn't matter you should still want to pass the knowledge and i feel like once i paid you whether you want to or not you got no choice because if you don't do it then i'm just gonna bounce to somebody else that way i can become more gainful on what i want to do in life you know what i'm saying and you know we can continue our 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 relationship it's not going to stop anything, but understand you want something and I want something. And that's as an audience member, you guys got to understand that. Learn that at a young age, 18, 19 years old. Learn that. Feed off of that. Because that's that's where you need to be at. You know what I'm saying? 
And then my last question to you guys, after saying all of that, there were so many fears in this process with the duplex, so many fears were hiring people and doing this, like uh, letting go of things. At the end of the day, what is your fear and what's holding you back? What is your fear and what's holding you back? Stop making excuses. Stop letting people tell you what they, what, what they, what you can't do, what you might not want to do. I could have never done that. Like I'm not you. You gotta understand that you're not your parents. You're not, you're not your your teachers. People giving up on your dreams. You're not none of that. Stop quitting. You run into a wall and you you just quit. Man, this 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 podcast right here, man. This episode was just is powerful. I'm, I'm getting straight to the point with you guys because I keep hearing it over and over. And, and you know what? I could I could have did that too, man. But you know what? I don't like hearing what I can't do. Man, if somebody say I can't be an astronaut, I try. I want to be an astronaut. Somebody tell me I can't build a house. You know what? I'm gonna build that house, whether I can or not. You laughing at? I don't care. At least I attempted and I, I tried to get to where I needed to get to. So you guys got to understand that as well. So I love you guys. Please follow, comment, subscribe, share this, get this out. The podcast is growing. The plan is every Monday and Friday, new episode. I'm getting systems in place. I'm saying it out loud. I want you guys to hold it to me. But Mondays and Fridays is when I want to do this. All right. I got to push this out now. I know you guys been waiting on it. And once again, I'm going to update you guys on my duplex and everything else that I'm doing because I want to be transparent with you guys. And, you know, if you guys once again got any questions, just hit me up. All right. Peace.